the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Good afternoon, family. Good Sunday afternoon, family. It's Minister Dion here, and we have a very, very special message for you today. You just got me, but my mother always sends you her love. She always sends you guys the prayers, and we hope that you're praying for the family, too. She will soon be back in the saddle and cannot wait to get back to you all. But for today, let's all pull up to the table and see just what God has for us. But before we do, let us pray. Father God. Thank you for this day of life. Thank you for your presence that has come down to dwell in us, to dwell amongst us, to dwell over us. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for heaven's supply that we need on a day-to-day basis to keep going and that you daily load us with benefits according to your word. Father, forgive us of our sins that we may come before you with a clear conscience and a pure heart that we may be open and receptive to hear that which you have for us to receive this day. Father God, we remove all distraction, all deterrence, or anything that will hinder us at this time and hour. We pray for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want to take you guys to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Where it says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow. So when this when this Bible verse is uttered on the pulpit Sunday mornings, <laughs> Wednesday Bible studies or uh, via different broadcasts, we just leap. We jump with joy because everybody wants to be blessed. Everybody wants to be blessed. We all want the blessings of God. But I want to get down into God's origin intent. And that this was his first declaration unto men. That you are to be fruitful and multiply. The blessings of the Lord surely makes one rich. But the blessings of the Lord are not for you, I must say. Yeah, I know you got a blessing with your name written on it in heaven. Yeah, I know I'm shouting and, and leaping with my hands stretched out with great expectancy that it's going to come hit me right where I'm at. But the blessings of God, family, is honestly not for you. Why do I say this, family? I come today to just make you not just arouse, but aware of the blessings of God. To make you not just conscious, but cautious of the blessings of God. 
the blessings of God is the expectations that we place on him based on what he has spoken to us. Today in our reading, we're going to go to Genesis chapter 27, verse 1. Father God, bless us in the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now it came to pass, when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see, that he called Esau his older son and said to him, My son. And he answered him, Here I am. Then he said, Behold, now I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now, therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver and your bow and go out to the field and hunt game for me and make me savory food such as I love and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. Now, the mother of Esau, Rebekah, was listening and she spoke to Isaac, her son. As Esau went out to the field to hunt the game, so Rebekah spoke to Jacob, her son, saying, Indeed, I heard your father speak to Esau, your brother, saying, Bring me game and make me savory food. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to what I command you. I, I know how, how the blessings of the Lord go. I know that it, it, it really goes to the firstborn son. I know that your father Isaac intends to bless Esau at, upon his return, but I need you to listen to me. If you don't know, Rebekah's name actually means binder or one who brings together that word binder is very important because it's key word into the word husband or house binder who is jesus christ one who brings these things and one who binds these things together hold on to that family and so now therefore my son rebecca says obey my voice according to what i command you Go now to the flock and bring me from there two choice uh, kids of goats, and I will make savory food for your father. I'll cook the meal. And Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, look, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am smooth skinned. Perhaps my father will fill me, and I shall seem to be a deceiver to him, and I shall bring a curse on myself and not a blessing. He's speaking of this because Rebecca is saying, hey, I'm going to make the food and I'm going to give you the food so that you can present it for, for your father. And when your father eats it and he touches you, he will bless you. But Esau said, I'm smooth skin. <laughs> you see, he flexing a little bit there. I'm smooth skin and he's hairy. So if he touches me, he may say that I'm a deceiver and I won't get the blessing. But his mother said to him, let your curse be on me, my son. And only obey my voice and go get them for me. And he went and got them and brought them to his mother and his mother made savory food such as his father loved. Then Rebecca took the choice clothes of her elder son Esau, which were her in the which were with her in the house and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the kids of the goats on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. And she gave the savory food, the bread, which she had, she gave it all to Jacob. And so he went before his father and said, my father, he said, here I am. Who are, who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau. But Jacob then, Esau, uh, excuse me, family, Isaac then discerned that you, you, you sound like my youngest son. Nevertheless, bring me the food. And he came near and Isaac being blind, did not really recognize him. 
but he touched him and his hands felt like his brother's hands. He said, are you really my son? Isaac said, here I am. And so he took up the food and he ate. And Isaac began to smell and he said, okay, you, you smell like, like Esau. Therefore, may God give you of the dew of the heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and, of, and plenty of grain and wine. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brethren and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Curse be everyone who curses you and blessed be those who bless you. Thank you, Father, for the reading of your word. I know that was a mouthful, family, but I want to pull out a few principles here. I want to f- pull out a few points here. That the blessing of God surely fell upon Jacob, though he was not Esau, though he was not the firstborn. The blessing still was carried out through Jacob turn Israel. So point one I want to bring to you family is that the blessing does not care about the person, but rather the position. Though Esau was the person, the firstborn that was supposed to receive the blessing, Jacob positioned himself while Esau was out hunting and trying to get all the game and prepare all the food. Jacob was waiting on Rebekah to prepare the food for him. Jacob had favor. Jacob had a mother. Jacob had a binder. Jacob had a house binder. Jacob had a house band. Jacob had a husband. He had favor, which accelerated him and put him in position to receive the blessing. And once the blessing was pronounced, it fell upon him, regardless of who he was, even regardless of how he got there. Because once God blesses a thing, can't no man curse it. Once God curses a thing, can't no man bless it. So even though we don't like a thing, even though we don't prefer a person, even though we don't want to go to a certain place, if the blessings of God is there, then it does have it has no respect of the person, the place or the thing. It's going to carry out the will of God regardless. We see this again when Samuel came unto Jesse, said, hey, bring me your sons. And I'm going to pour this oil and whoever the oil falls upon, that's the one that's going to be anointed king. Well, he poured the, the he, he poured the, the oil over the persons, over the over the, the big, strong, and the mighty sons. But there was one more son positioned out in the field, positioned out amongst the sheep, positioned out as a shepherd. And he came out, Samuel came out to the field. The blessing came out to the field, to the one who was in position. <laughs> the blessing came out to the field, to the one who was in position, and it failed. Because the blessing does does not care who's mighty in their stature, who's, who's articulate in their speech, who's intelligent in mind, but who's in position. We see it again. I take you to Luke chapter 19. I'll give you some time to turn there as I'm turning there. Luke chapter 19 opens with a man named Zacchaeus. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, 
There was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector and he was rich and he sought to see who Jesus was but could not because of the crowd. He's a short man. So he climbed up to a tree. He climbed up to a tree. And when Jesus came to the place or to the position, he looked upon him in his position and said, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down here for today I must stay at your house. Here's the the blessing. And because you positioned yourself, (laughs) because you positioned yourself, I need you to come here. So he made haste and came down to him and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained and say he has gone to be the guest with a man who was a sinner. They hating because they out looking, they out seeking. But Zacchaeus was busy positioning. (laughs) It's all about the position, family. We want the blessing, but we need to get and fix ourselves in the position. I bring to you point two, family. That the blessing is not based off of what is seen of man, but it's based off of what's heard of God. The Bible says, as we just got through reading, that Jacob heeded the voice of his mother, Rebecca. And she even said, nevertheless, you obey my voice. Let the curse fall upon me. You just obey my voice. I get what it looks like. I get that this seems like a setup. I get that you are not the firstborn son in line. I know what it looks like, but listen to my voice. Because something obviously was being unctioned in Rebecca to move in this manner toward Jacob. So it's all about hearing the voice of God, not based off of blessings are not based off of circumstances or situations. They're not looking at what you're looking at. They're looking at God, the blessing is. So we need to take heed to the voice of God in order to receive the blessing. I take you to Joshua chapter one. Have I not commanded you? Have you not heard? Be strong and be of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. In spite of the report from the land. In spite of the report from the land of Jericho and the report from, oh, we're grasshoppers amongst them. They're giants. It's not about what you see. Hear me what I say. (laughs) Hear me what I say. That you ought to be strong and of good courage. I am with you wherever you go. Because that which is spoken of God will always be of God when things change when situations change when society change when technology advance when, when, when culture changes when things change around when the seasons turn the word of God will remain he is the same yesterday today and forevermore heaven and earth will pass away before one tittle or jot of my word is moved I honor my word above my name this thing will not change so you need to hear of my word that which is from the beginning that which has already determined the end that which has come to you now hear of my word hear of my word the blind man heard Jesus coming The blind man heard Jesus coming. He couldn't see him coming, but he heard him coming. And the crowd said, shh, shh. But he said, Jesus, Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua. 
What do you need me to do for you? I want to see. And because he heard the word, he heard the word coming. He was able to receive the blessing because it was not based off of what he can see because he could not. But it was based off of what he heard. The third point I bring to you, family, is that blessings are not based off of reality, but principality. The reality is, is that the principality already was. Let me talk to you about principalities right quick, family. Principalities are just what they sound like. Princes. See, we are in a democracy here in America, so we vote who the president is going to be. We vote those who in office, those in office who are going to be appointed or governed over us. But in a monarchy, in a kingdom... There is no voting. It is already understood by the people that the firstborn of the king, the firstborn male seed of the king, the prince, is going to be the governor and the rule. He is next in line to have authority. He is next in line. He does not have to wait. He does not have to take a ticket. He does not need it to be voted. There does not need to be any uh, discourse about it. He is already set to be the prince. Even before conception is already understood that the firstborn male seed has the authority. Esau was to receive the blessing. However, however, it was by his position. It was by the voice of God that he heard or the voice of his mother listening and being unctioned. That he received the blessing. Jacob did. But again. The principality. Governs the reality. The reality is. We are not worthy of God. The reality is. You and I are sinners. The reality is. We are not worthy of his presence. The reality is. We do not deserve his blessings. But because the principality. Of the blood. Because that's what a prince is. It's one who comes by the blood. Who comes through the blood. Who comes of the seed of the king. But because of the blood. The principality. We have the blessing. So it's not by the reality. Because we don't deserve it. But it's by the principality. That we have the blessing of God. Colossians first, uh, chapter 1 verse 15 says. And he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been, create, have been created by him and for him. And he is before all things. And in him all things hold together. The binder. He is, he is also head of the body, the church. And he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself might come to have first place in everything. For it was the father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him. And through him to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace with having made peace through the blood of his cross. Through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. 
God is always going to distinguish himself as the God of heaven and earth because he's the one that binds these things together. Through Jesus Christ, these things were bound together. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, these things were bound together. Through the, him being the firstborn, the firstborn of all creation. Because in the beginning, God said, let there be light. And so Jesus came. It was. This is why. This is why, family, that it's only by Jesus Christ. It's only by the blood of Christ that we can receive the principality of, become, of becoming sons and daughters, the blessing of becoming sons and daughters, heirs and joint heirs in, in Christ Jesus. I'm trying to talk to you all about the blessing. Don't just hoop and holler and shout about it. Understand what it is. Understand what it is. Let's not just ask about it from God, but let's ask about it as it pertains to God. This is the seeking of the face, not just the seeking of the hand, family. Everybody wants to be blessed, family. Everybody wants to be blessed, and he desires that we be blessed, which is why he came. But family, we have to understand that which we ask him for, because the blessings of God maketh one rich. However, riches do make themselves wings and fly away if they're not handled right. This is all. I also follow up Colossians 1 with 2 in verses 9 and 10. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, who is head of all principality and power. The principality is over the reality. The, nat the supernatural is over the natural. That's why it's called supernatural or nature superior. As we draw to a close, family, I want to turn the corner here and talk about the dimensions of the blessing. I must reiterate that blessings have life. It's just almost like the plant life or very, very similar to the plant life. Though trees do not walk and talk, it's very evident that they have life. And so do blessings. Blessings like plants only operate in a certain atmosphere. They're either going to come to you or they're going to push back away from you. When they see you coming from afar off, I'm either going to be drawn to you or I'm going to push back away from you. Why is this? Because the reason you're calling me a blessing is because I came from the hands of God. So I'm used to operating in a certain atmosphere. And if the hands of God is not on you, then I can't be with you because I don't want you because I have life and I must continue to have life because I came from life. I came from the hand of God. Understand this family. That's why we find ourselves in certain places in life where we feel like, dang, I should have this, or dang, I should have that, or maybe, or maybe I should be there, or maybe I should be with this one. But you, and, and truth is, family, I must say, you, you pro you're probably right. But again, the blessings of God are either going to be drawn to you or they're going to go away from you. We can look at Deuteronomy uh, chapter 28, uh, blessed in the city and Blessed in the field and lying down and, 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 and lying down and rising up, and going out and coming in. But that's only about maybe 13, 15 verses. The rest of that chapter, which is about 70 verses long, is filled with the curse. It's filled with the curse. Let me define the curse for you, family. A curse is all the all the curse is is a blessing gone wrong. That's a, that's all it is. It's a blessing gone wrong, family. So in order to reside under the blessing we have to heed the voice of god we have to be positioned we have to understand the principalities family we have to align ourselves with the things of god our clothes therefore don't worry 
What shall you wear? What should you eat? The blessings. Don't worry about that. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. That word added means magnetic. Either That means that they're going to be drawn to you. As in you're not going to have to go after it. It's going to be pursuing you. Blessings are going to hunt you down because as they come from heaven to be on earth, they come to earth that they may have life. And if they see life in you, they're going to put themselves in the atmosphere of life, family. And family, here is a blessing right here that we can confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts for salvation. And if you're ready, repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcomed in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Until next time, one voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.